and welcome to a very special Christmas episode of Total Pop Mode. We've been working hard in Santa's workshop to bring you a festive feast of podcast delights. It's Christmas Day and we wanted to do something extra special for our listeners. That's right, we're taking a break from our regular programming. It's a Total Pop Mode Christmas special. We're here to shower your roasters in our special gaming gravy. We're going to be basting your ears like a turkey. And in the next 30 or so minutes, we'll be stuffing your bellies with our special podcast pudding. My name is Will and I also go by Hoodafunk and I'm joined here on this delightful festive occasion by my good friend, co-host and fellow gaming enthusiast, James, also known as Mr. Bames. What's going on, you crusty Christmassy crustaceans? I gotta say, man, although this is a pre-recorded episode, I'm really ready for Christmas now. The tree's up, the decks are out, and the lights are on, baby. How about you, James? You feeling the festive spirits this year? As festive as always, I guess. Which is to say, not especially, no. What do you mean, man? Has Santa not brought you any gifts this year? Yeah, man. I also got a sweet present from the Tooth Fairy. I got gifts, sure, but not from any fictional characters. I don't know what you mean, man. Santa doesn't exist. No, I mean, what's fictional? And also, Santa does exist. Do you know what? It's it's not important. Why are you so convinced that Santa exists, man? I mean, have you actually seen him in the flesh? Well, no, of course not. He's magic, of course. I just pack him some mince pies and a glass of brandy and leave my guy to do his thing. He's all gone in the morning, so what else should I think? You don't think there's any way that could have been rigged? No way, man. Hardly anyone I know likes brandy, and my dad told my mum he stopped drinking, so who else would take it? Mmm, the mind boggles, mate. And anyway, you didn't seem to have any issues with Shaman, bro. He was magical as f***. Yeah, but the difference is, I could experience him firsthand. I literally was in the same room as him. Anyway, with that slightly grinchy, scroogey moment out of the way, let's Christmas cracker on with the socials. Jesus f***ing Christ, it's going to be a long show, isn't it? You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You can, as always, find the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and pretty much anywhere else you get your podcasts by searching for Total Pop Mode. We also post regular video content of our playthroughs, stream highlights, as well as the podcasts on our YouTube channel, Total Pop Mode. You can also find us on Twitter by searching for at Total Pop Mode, all one word. Or you can find me at Hoodafunk on Twitter, and I'm also on Twitch under twitch.tv forward slash Hoodafunk. And you can find me on Twitter at MrBames, and I'm also on Twitch under twitch.tv forward slash MrBames underscore TPM. Okay, James, with the socials done, let's move on to our gift giveaway. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. <laughs> So, James, to kick off the very special episode, like an excited child, I have insisted that the gift giveaway starts now! (laughs) There is none of this sort of waiting after dinner to open your presents nonsense that uh, some of the children of this country participate in. We're getting straight to the gifts, getting straight to the good stuff. I'm excited for this one, man. (laughs) It's going to be interesting. So, just for our listeners, for the context of our listeners, we've set each other a £10 budget on Steam to go out and buy ourselves some gamies. Good timing, there happens to be a bunch of sales on at the moment, so uh, I think uh, this will be an interesting one here. We did establish before the podcast that this was a kind of (laughs) no-holds-barred exercise (laughs) here, so considering some of the games that we're both aware of on Steam, I'm really quite interested to see what turns up here. Uh, This is guaranteed to be uh, unexpected, potentially offensive. We might, for the first time in a long time, have to squeeze in an apology (laughs) at the end of the podcast. Maybe we make that 
a Christmas uh, a Christmas apology. I thought you were going to say Christmas tradition then. <laughs> Do something every year that makes us have to issue an apology on Christmas. <laughs> I'm not against it. Well, you know, watch this space. So, James, maybe taking the lead in the gift giveaway this year will spike up your Christmas appetite. What do you uh, got for me, baby? For the sweet, sweet combined price of £9.92, pence, I have eight <laughs> pence left in my budget. And what's more Christmassy than giving someone a gift whilst telling them exactly how much it costs? <laughs> exactly. And also letting them know this is how much it costs and there's no receipt. <laughs> <laughs> these two games have got you one of them is one i genuinely think you would quite like and one of them is just it's just one i don't think you will but i couldn't resist at the price point okay so why don't we uh take turns in terms yeah. of the uh the it, so yeah quite right i'm gonna tell you talk, we're gonna talk about the one that i actually think you'll like first okay <laughs> that doesn't sound promising for the second one <laughs> well i know this is really bad form as well but i've already told you that it's nine pound 92 in total to give you an idea of the second game this is £9.45 of that £9.92. Right, okay. So, so, you know, think of that what you will. But the first game I've got you... I'm very intrigued. ...is kind of inspired by your recent playtime on Stardew Valley. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I, I was okay. thinking to myself... I say I was thinking to myself. I was scrolling down the list. I saw this game and I thought to myself, ah, do you know what? Will's been really into his farming sims recently. Absolutely. The first game I've got for you is called Elf Sex Farm. You little pervert. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> I can see the pictures and the screenshots. And uh, Is this Animal Crossing, but with... With, with elf sex? No, so basically what it is, it's very much like a Stardew Valley-esque farm simulator. It's in the main game, if you like, of it. The gameplay is actually exactly the same sort of deal as Stardew Valley. You have your little house out in the middle of nowhere. You have your grounds. You're planting things. You're built, you know, cutting down trees, mining rocks to get resources to... <laughs> build up your different buildings and farms and whatnot um there's also like monsters and things that you can fight fight off and you know get more materials out and stuff so in that regard it is exactly the same as stargy valley like genuine like genuinely <laughs> it's a fully fleshed out uh yeah i wonder if this was made by one extreme pervert in the course of four years working seven days a week <laughs> it's developed by ours and published by play meow games okay so there you go but there's more right because you okay. you do all that in the main part of the game but then when you want to you know have a rest it's been a long day at work yes yeah it's true yeah, yeah. you've had a hard day you want a little rub down maybe a little massage <laughs> yeah you can click in yeah. the house go on you can click in the house and there's all sorts of f***ing hentai shit you can do as well oh all the i can bang some you can bang elf your elf wenches. yeah is yeah. sick yeah. yeah that's fucked up can i customize my elf wench or oh, i mean you'll have to find out when you play it well i love a good character creator exactly so, so. <laughs> and there you go so you know what more could you want you've got the farming and escapism relaxation of stardew valley mixed with some some dirty sex afterwards I mean, I don't know how I feel about uh, spoiling my chances with Abigail, but who knows? Maybe she's into elves as well, I, I guess. Hey, different worlds, different lore, mate. <laughs> A lady in every lore. <laughs> yeah, it's the fantasy equivalent of area codes. <laughs> I can have waifus in as many universes as I like. Exactly. So there you go. That, that's your gift. What, what... Well, thanks very much. <laughs> what are your thoughts, man? man? <laughs> 
that's a uh, that's a real strong start. I gotta say, uh, I wasn't expecting uh, an elven themed game. Uh, it's definitely something that I've not expressed to you before, no? nor that I'm particularly into. But I'm I'm very intrigued. Well, man, thank you very much. That, as I said, is a very strong start to the gift giving this year. <laughs> no problem. I'm sure you'll love it. <laughs> so go on, hit me up, man. What's 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 my first present? So the first game I decided to get you this year was actually off the back of watching the Game Awards. It's a uh, a game that was advertised briefly there and has been out for a good few months now, uh, if not a little bit longer. I I think it started getting picked up in terms of popularity. Your first present, James, is. Vampire Survivors, which is a sort of a single stick shooter game uh, where you control a character across sort of like a pixelated environment and you have all sorts of different projectiles and things like that. It sort of has a bit of a bullet hell type vibe mixed with the classic twin stick shooters, fighting enemies that progressively get stronger all the while you're upgrading and acquiring new weapons and directional abilities that will uh, enable you to fight the bosses better. It's a kind of play and upgrade type of survival game i guess against waves of enemies yeah. is this a game that you've heard of at all uh without looking at it i'm not sure it sounds like i might have heard of it before say vampire survivors yes i think the tagline for the game is be the bullet hell <laughs> i think i have seen this pop up in like my feed or something before yeah but i've never really looked into it too much so it's currently sitting on Steam. Uh, release date was back in October, and it's currently got a all-time review overwhelming positively with over 160,000 votes. So I'm pretty sure that you'll enjoy this game. I have played this game myself and had a great time on it. Oh, awesome, man. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to giving it a go. It looks like it could be quite good fun. If that many people have played it and liked it, then, you know, there must be something to it. It's certainly got a bit of a cult following. Yeah, for sure. Kind of making me feel a bit bad now about not taking the gift even more seriously. <laughs> but uh, there you go. Hey, James, you don't know what's around the corner. There's more to come, buddy. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but I've got the next thing for you as well. Which is, I'm, I'm going to feel like an a now. <laughs> what have you? What, what else have you got in store for me? I mean, I, yeah, well, phew, do you want to do you want to move on to it straight away? Yeah, let's hit it. What what do you have for me? We probably can't maybe, talk about this maybe, one too much. Okay, hit me up. <laughs> uh, it's called Mr. Furry. What yeah. your ass say? <laughs> and it is. Uh... <laughs> my god, my god. So and elves it is, and furries. It is what an entertaining hell? arcade game consisting of a series of exciting mini games with the beautiful furry boys. That's pretty fucked up. The beautiful furry. Amazing boys. atmosphere, great music, fifty-eight levels with full HD furry artworks. Where you know, have you? I found this game. Want? I'm searching Mr. Furry on the Steam Library and I can't even find it. You have to type Mr. like M-I-S-T-E. Ah, of course. Oh, there's DLC, the Mr. Furry. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, my. No. Oh, my God. What? What is this? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Oh, God. <laughs> I've got to pause. I, I can't take my eyes off. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The gaping uh, one, particularly, right? Jesus Christ! I, I paused it perhaps before the gaping, I don't know. But it's got 58 amazing levels with high quality artwork. Yeah. And i got to say, um, you know, I, I can't speak much for uh, the taste, but uh, it was certainly high quality. There was some, yeah. there was some real definition in, in Real definition, right? Oh, man. Yeah. There's some definition in that. All for 47p as well. 
47p. What a bargain. Reduced from 79p. So there you go. Uh, Merry Christmas, mate. Thanks, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And that game has over 100 achievements as well. So, you know, knock yourself out. Oh, my God. Okay. That's going to be hilarious to actually get all the achievements. Is there you, like a mod? <laughs> you're going to go for it. You're going to 100% it. Who knows, mate? This could be the first hundred percent. Oh my! I'm just, I'm just looking at so much disturbing imagery. Right now. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it's gonna be hard. I can't believe we started with this. Why did I choose the gift section to start? And also, podcast? you did. You, you're the one that said no holds barred. <laughs> I, I did say that. I, you I did, got a little, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't quite realize what I was getting myself into. You but, didn't. Uh, <laughs> on we go. Uh, uh so. Uh, this, I've got to say, this game actually reminds me of a game that I played as a younger man, uh, back when Jordan or Katie Price was at the peak of her fame, and uh, you would use the the same sort of gameplay techniques to make her expose her breasts. Ah, well, there so, you go. You know, a mix of uh, being very disturbed, but maybe some nostalgia <laughs> creeping in there as well. Oh, there you go. Yeah, takes me back to an earlier time, Mr. Furry. A more innocent time. more innocent time, when I didn't know what furries meant. Yeah. So so I hope you enjoy. Thanks for that, I guess. Um. Oh, wow, don't sound too happy. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know... I could have got you Two Worlds 2 for £4.50, and instead I got you these. It was a a close shave. (laughs) Thank you, man. No, genuinely, I will certainly uh, play the elf sex game. <laughs> I will certainly and... admire these in my library I'll... and never install them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be peeking through my fingers at Mr. Fairy, I think. But uh... <laughs> Well, I look forward to hearing your review in our New Year's episode. Well, James, with that absolute cracker out of the way, yeah. <laughs> should we? Uh, are you ready for your second present? I mean, yeah, but I, 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 you know, don't make me feel even worse. Okay. Uh, well, we'll see. <laughs> so, your second present is actually a game that I played a little bit previously. Uh, it was. You see, the fact for... that you've played both of these is never a good sign. <laughs> this one is Hentai Succubus Twenty Five. Oh, no. there it is. There it is. No. Um... Oh, pretty serious. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I. Yeah, no, I, I haven't played hentai yet yet but who knows you may have a a surprise present for me (laughs) okay moving on so james your second present is orcs must die ah you were nice (laughs) i was nice this is a another it's a tower defense game in third person you set up sort of a variety of traps and things like that to prevent an army of orcs from invading your castle. Uh, the traps involve pitfalls, spinning blades, crushing walls, and they all have sort of different uses depending on the different orcs that are coming towards you. Kind of think like third-person, more complicated plants versus zombies sort of thing. It's a, a yeah, satisfying, no, fun little one, game. Yeah. Do you have this already? I don't, I don't have it, but I've played it. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, um, no, this should be a good one, and uh, it's potentially one I'm considering picking up myself as well. So, be a fun little co-op, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm very, very, I'm, I'm very like chuffed that you got me that, but now I feel awful. (laughs) 
<laughs> when you said like when you made a specific point of like hey man there's no holds barred yeah i was like oh will's gonna be an <laughs> well i need to i need to up my game to match him i've got to say i did i did can i had i had a plan to just buy you literally like 50 different hentai games for like various pennies because yeah. But what I ultimately decided was that I don't want to inflict that on your Steam library so that you have to kind of forever filter out all these weird furry games. So let's just say I'm pleased that you took the approach of getting me sort of one one moderately priced adult elf farming simulator, sex simulator. Which I very... genuinely think you'll enjoy, by the way. That one was actually, there was some thought put into it, believe it or not. I know that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> no, that one I am genuinely really looking forward to giving a go just to explore like how it compares to something like Animal Crossing or Stardew. Yeah. The other one is like, I do like the game behind it, but I think the imagery might uh, might present an issue there. Yeah. I have, I'll have to like see beyond the uh, the animal cocks, I guess. Yeah, well, no, and that's kind of what I put it in there for. 47p, <laughs> man, you know. I don't think I'll be able to stream that one, something tells me. Uh, I don't know. Some of the things people stream these days. James, I'll move swiftly on just to make you feel a little less bad about your choices for gaming gifts. Uh, I'm over it, mate. Wouldn't worry. <laughs> your third and final third? game gift. Third? You've got a third game, buddy. Oh, shit. Okay. you got three. I got my money's worth with this. Oh, wow. So this game, James, is called Sex Hell. There it is. <laughs> There's my boy. <laughs> you knew what was coming. Sex Hell is a first-person shooter arena in the horror style. While playing on each level, you have to fight with the boss to get a variety of adult scenes. So I don't wow. know if you're checking this one out already, but this looks like very heavily Doom-inspired. It's an arena shooter. You've got what looks like pretty modern-day weapons, considering you're in Hellscapes. I mean, there's a pump-action shotgun there. I'm pretty sure I saw an assault rifle just earlier. But then, apparently, as you fight your way through these levels, I guess you just unlock weird demon sex scenes so enjoy those when you get to them i'm, I'm pretty sure i just saw a uh, a succubus lady with a very large uh manhood uh self-filating nice so yeah uh enjoy that when you get to it and uh let us know how you get on yeah yeah this looks very fun are you sure about that it's another recent release 19th of november 2022 yeah, they've all been recent releases i think <laughs> so that's, that's these good sign. adult games it's a hot market oh and 17 achievements as well oh one of them's for killing bosses 25 times wow wow that is that's yeah. like uh, if you keep checking in on this one you got to kill that boss to get that cutscene every time yeah i guess you don't get like a uh a cutscene library at the end of the game i mean i'll let you know i guess <laughs> well thank you very much man that's that's made me feel better about myself <laughs> Interestingly, uh, this was the game that actually cost the most out of uh, <laughs> all of them. So, uh, you know, make of that what you will. <laughs> so, God, the uh, the next episode where we give a breakdown of some of these games is going to be real interesting. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, man, uh, with all that said, I'm, I'm really pleased. I'm really thankful. Thank you very much for the games that you've got me this year. I'm very happy with the gift exchange. I uh, I got uh, more porn games than you did. Winning. So I would I would class myself as the winner out of this uh, out of this debacle. I, yeah, I think that's fair, man. It's one yeah. way to describe it. Yeah, and I think that you know, even though we've been a bit racy there, I don't think there's any need to apologise. I think we we sort of no, I, we we miraculously yeah got through that unscathed. Yeah, we managed not to offend anyone. <laughs> nice one, man. Go team. Okay, 
Okay, James, now we're done with the gift giveaway. I've got another special surprise for you. Ooh, do tell. We've got a first-time guest on the podcast. Ooh. Sigrid, come on down. <laughs> thank you, thank just, you. Just a little something for you. Hi, Sigrid. Hello. I like your Santa hat. Very festive. I had to wear it. So, Sigrid is my girlfriend, and she's come in with a special Christmas gift for us, James. I'm not really sure what's in the box. I'm currently staring at a brown box. Yeah. Oh, what's in the box? I've got to say, I, I, your wrapping skills aren't, you know, quite what they used to be. I mean, the box is already open. <laughs> it looks like someone's been in the present already. I mean... It's it's a little sparse, let's say. <laughs> let's dig a little deeper. Maybe I tucked into it a little bit. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Is that a clue, maybe? We've got a card. Oh. I'm trying to squeeze in the, the ASMR of opening Christmas gifts. <laughs> there we go. Oh, very nice. Very strong. And it's a... Oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is amazing. The tension's oh, killing me. Hey, James, this is not just... Any box of Quality Street. Oh, this is the total oh, pod mode Quality Street, baby. What the hell is that? Oh, I didn't think you could do God. that. Yeah, I know that's amazing. That's awesome. That is so cool. We need to keep that forever. Sigrid, that's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's really so cool. cool. Thanks so much. I didn't realize that we were gonna hit the big leap so quickly and be doing a, a combination with Nestle, but fantastic. Did I not tell you about the collab that we're doing? You didn't tell me about the Nestle deal. This is amazing, Sigrid. You're very welcome. It's just a little Christmas touch to the podcast. Very, very cool. Yeah, very no, kind. What's of more Christmassy well. than a box of Quality Street? Exactly. Branded total Podmo Quality Street. That is. Hell yeah. Typically in England, it's a it's a pretty classic sort of thing that you'll find on everyone's coffee table over the festive period. Yeah. There's uh, and typically after the festive period, you'll find like an assortment of maybe two or three remaining variants of the chocolate left inside that no one touches. It's always a pretty classic one. I think these are the ones with the oh, it's sealed. Do we open it or do we do we cherish it forever? Go on, get it open. Have a chocky. It is Christmas after all. Sigrid's getting scissors. Got a knife. Jesus Christ! <laughs> ah, she's got a knife! Be careful, be careful with your thumb. Yeah, good advice, yeah, Sigrid. Yeah, we don't want any more accidents with the thumb. So I don't think it's it's not quite the machete you were using on the pumpkins. Point the knife away from your face. I can do this without a knife. That was the sound of Sigrid just opening it without a knife. Her hands were all she needed. This is... Uh... <laughs> It's true, it's true. It's probably good to not, like, just gouge at the, the quality yeah. street total pop mode. I mean, you were just poking it with a knife. Just hoping it would open. <laughs> Come on, open there up. There we go. Look at that. A bounty, a true. Listen to that. Oh, yeah. You can't see it, but trust me, it looks good. What's your favourite colour quality street, Will? I like the kind of the purple oval ones, the ones that have the hazelnut in the... Where's the descriptions on the... Is it on the bottom? Right on the side? I like... I, I really like the, the purple one, it's called. It's... <laughs> yeah. I, I thought they had names. I could have literally just looked at the... Color. No, I think it's just called the purple one, yeah. I like myself a little bit of chocolate, caramel, and hazelnut. Yeah. What about you, Jen? That is a fine choice. I also like that one, but I also like... Do they have the orange triangles still? Like me and orange. They have an orange circle. Oh, is it the... No, I swear there's orange triangles as well. No, it's a green green triangle. Oh, it's a green triangle. Those are good. But yeah, the uh, the orange circles, I think, are the ones that I mean then. They're like chocolatey orangey. I'll save for some for you, James, because I really like them too. Oh, wow. <laughs> Great taste, Sigrid. Great taste. 
And the other, the classic one that is without a doubt always left at the end. Shout outs to the Toffee Finger. Oh, the Toffee Finger. Nobody likes you. Who likes the Toffee Finger? Shout out in the comments if you like a Toffee Finger. We'll send you a, a, a box of like 10 of them. Yeah. Sigrid, thank you so much yeah, for this gift. That's truly awesome. Thank you. Truly, truly awesome. You're very welcome. Merry Christmas. Ooh, you. Oh, That's uh, Merry lovely. Christmas in Norwegian for our non-Norwegian listeners. And for our Norwegian <laughs> listeners, you know what she meant. So, James, that was a really unexpected and fantastic surprise for the Total Pop. Really cool stuff, that. I didn't know that was a thing on Quality Street. No, not at all. So that was a big surprise. I knew it was good when you opened the box and you went, Oh, sh-. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was a really lovely surprise. Really, really pleased cool. with that. So, a uh, very special thank you to Sigrid. Okay, James, I think it's time we moved on to our next section of the Christmas special, the Christmas Q&A. Christmas Q&A! Questions and answers. So, James, for this Christmas special, I thought it would be good to ask each other a few Christmas-related questions, particularly around gaming and our traditions around Christmas time. Sort of like a, you know, a pretty typical cliche thing to do for a podcast, but hey, you know, Christmas is a is a cliche event all round. So. Absolutely, and, uh, you know, hate to disappoint the listeners, but this would be sort of the first Christmas we spent together. I don't know your Christmas habits, so, you know, looking forward to hearing what you've got. Yeah, exactly, man. So let's... Uh, let's Let's crack on with the questions. So, question number one, James. What is your quintessential Christmas game? Well, I would have to say it is not a game as such, but it's more a series of games. Probably no surprise, but Pokemon. My my birthday is not too far away from Christmas. So when I was a kid and I was getting the Pokemon games, typically it would be for birthday. Mm. So Mm. I would still be playing them around the Christmas period. Hmm. Fast forward to more recent times since I got my Switch. Every single time I go off my Christmas break for two weeks, you know, between the end of the year and the new year, I'll always go visit my mum and I'll take the new Pokemon game with me and I'll play it while I'm visiting my mum for Christmas. So it's always the Pokemon games, really. Typically the mainline ones, although if there's a Christmas where there hasn't been one, I I might go for a spin-off-y type game like the Pokemon Dungeon series or uh, I did actually buy Pokemon Snap, the new one. (laughs) <laughs> okay because yeah. i had it on n64 as well and i really like that game so yeah that, that's uh nice that's the pokemon series as a whole i think last year i had a dungeons game that i bought the year before was pearl the year before that was shield and this year i've got violet so you know it's just good times yeah it sounds like a nice little tradition there a nice yeah. thing you've got going yeah how about you man well i gotta say this is a little bit of a weird one and perhaps definitely one that you will think is probably a little bit off the wall it's probably not a game that we've ever spoken about and you may not Fair. even be... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think so. It's it's not Mr. Furry or <laughs> Sex <laughs> Not <Hell>. yet. <laughs> My Christmas game that I always think of is Gex Free Deep Cover Gecko. Are you familiar with that series okay, at all? That is, I, yeah. So that's surprising. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, no, I remember that game. It was a game that sort of presented as a kid's game, but then it also had that sort of added subtext of sort of various bits of adult humour and stuff. There was a yeah. femme fatale. And so, given the fact that you remember this game, James, I wonder if you will actually remember the first level is a very Christmassy-themed level where you go around smacking Christmas trees, finding snowmen, and exploring an entire level. I do remember bits and bobs of it, yeah, for sure. I remember you spin around with your tail and you can jump on things. and it's ba- it's, It was kind of a glorified sort of 
platformer in the style of a banjo kazooie type thing but you were gex the gecko and i remember it they would it tried to be the uh the, a new sort of mascot in the in the vein of a sonic or or a donkey kong or a banjo and it never really took off did it it didn't know no. and i thought it was quite a good game maybe slightly limited in some of its level design at, at times but you know it was an early PlayStation 1 game and you know, it was bound to be held back a little bit by the technology at the time. So as weird as it may sound, it certainly wasn't a overall Christmas-themed game, but that Christmas level really feeds a lot of nostalgia into it. And if anyone actually has the opportunity to go back and play it, pretty much everything in the level is interactable. They put a hell of a lot of effort into these games and it's just a huge nostalgia trip for me to go back and either play that level myself or to actually just even watch uh, watch someone else play through it. Nice, man. And, and it's... Did- did this come about because you had it back in the day or yeah absolutely i think i must have got this game around christmas time sometime and it just stuck in my head because seemingly one of the first levels that you could play was very heavily christmas themed so i guess from that point onwards i've always made that association nice man and have you finished this game multiple times or is it just <laughs> if i'm honest i couldn't literally just that level <laughs> I actually finished that level, I'm not even sure. I think I probably finished maybe that level, but I don't recall very much after that, so... Oh, fair. <laughs> yeah, I remember them being kind of difficult, finicky games at the time, and uh, I was uh, I was a wee bairn when that yeah. uh, game came out. Must admit, I didn't realise they got to three. Yeah. <laughs> well, I knew like there I was said, a second you know, one. They yeah. really did try and push push Gex at a certain point, Sony really had Gex's back, and it would be real interesting... You know, you see a lot of sort of references to uh, previous Sony titles and some of the newer Sony titles coming out, like God of War yeah. and Horizon. It would be kind of cool to see a reference if Gex got a nod. I wonder if Gex has got a nod somewhere in Astro's Playroom. Nice, man. Well, yeah, I can see why that was a Christmas gaming tradition for you. One level is quite funny, but <laughs> Christmas level, so it makes perfect sense. I totally understand. So, man, we'll move on to a uh, second question of these little... Q&A session. What's your Christmas dinner look like? A real important question. So I would say that my Christmas dinner is a bit of a twist on the traditional one. But for the most part, it does kind of follow the same things. You know, we have the old sprouts. We have beans for the veg. We have uh, roasty potatoes, obviously. We have, we tend to have sort of some peas to go along with that. We have uh, typically a turkey. We go for like a turkey crown. We don't go the whole hog just because there's only four of us and you can uh, you can get a pretty big crown that's sort of definitely enough to feed a family of four. Uh, uh, if you say so. Get in my belly! <laughs> and uh, I think that other than that, we sort of, mostly have uh so we don't typically do pigs in blankets we do do chipolatas but then we just have like rolls of bacon instead we don't roll the chipolatas in bacon we just roll up a piece of bacon and then just kind of roast that sort of thing and it just goes into like a crispy round twist. of bacon sort of thing yeah crispy bacon twist sort of thing. oh that sounds good yeah uh, and then in terms of the roasters, it's usually goose fat. Uh, in terms of the uh, sides and things like that, it's pretty much a free-for-all. We have a mixture of uh, sort of beef and onion gravy, mustard, you know, various condiments like that. I don't particularly go in for cranberry sauce. Are you a cranberry sauce guy? I'm not really a cranberry sauce guy, no. And we don't actually, as I mentioned, we get a turkey crown. So uh, we often actually instead just make stuffing balls and roast sort of some small stuffing balls about the size of golf balls. Sage and, and onion? Uh, sage and onion stuffing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty traditional, standard stuff. I'm not a big fan of the fancy stuffing either. You know, you can get one that's got bits of orange and cranberry in it yeah. and stuff like that. Are you are you into that? I don't mind it, but I prefer a sage and onion stuffing. A plain, 
plain sage and onion. Sage yeah. and onion, maybe with some sausage meat thrown in there. That's a nice twist, and I was about to yeah. say sage and onion, that's typically something you'd have with pork as well. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, no, other than that, we, we kind of uh, pretty much stick to the boundaries of what you'd expect in a Christmas dinner. I'm just trying to think if there's anything I missed. Any special desserts or anything? Ah, desserts. Great shout. Yeah, so desserts. Well, my favourite dessert to have for a Christmas pudding is a partially defrosted uh, chocolate gateau, a, a Black Forest gateau. Okay. Partially <laughs> like defrosted, it it's... so it's a little bit of crunch in the middle. I like how it's like soft, but then it's still a little bit like the cream is a little bit like ice cream still. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like one of my favourite ones, but I also do like most of the classics. Uh, I do like Christmas cake, I do like Christmas pudding. Uh, best side with Christmas pudding, custard. I think it's got to be custard with a Christmas pudding. And uh, yeah, we also do a trifle because there's a couple members of my family that aren't huge on the Christmas pudding. So we put together a Christmas trifle as well. More custard, baby. That's what you like to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Big fan of custard over here. Yeah, I, we uh, we talked about this off the we podcast did. last That's night, hilarious. Actually, about our love for custard. <laughs> so, man, what about you? How does your Christmas dinner look like? So... There are sort of two styles of Christmas dinner traditionally. Okay. Alternating dinners. Well, it's not so much alternating. It is, uh, depends on the year, really. So the the more the most traditional thing is the standard sort of Christmas roast that you've sort of alluded to there. Right. The difference is we very... In fact, we never have turkey. So years and years ago, we used to spend Christmas with um, some family friends. So there'd be sort of uh, six of us in total, maybe seven or eight, depending if other people were there or not. And when we used to go to those, we used to, never used to have turkey, really. It was always something like a goose, which is kind of random. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, I've got a friend, uh, shower Jem. I think he's having a goose this year as well. Yeah, very roast nice. goose is great, man. Very fatty, but it's good. Good shit. Tastes good. We typically have a lamb or a chicken, maybe a beef. Uh, but then along with it, you know, you've got similar to what you were saying. We have roast potatoes, roast parsnips, mm. carrots. Oh, right. Yes. Forgot parsnips and carrots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's another staple of done. my Christmas I can't believe I forgot the parsnips and carrots. So good. Parsnips are the key ingredient for me. Like for oh, yeah. Part. I love, nice, love crispy a roasted parsnip. parsnip. Oof, oh, my God. So good. Oh, man. Stop. <laughs> but uh, then we also have, uh, we don't typically have pigs in blankets these days, although they are occasionally there. Yeah. There'll be like a spinach or a cabbage or a broccoli or something like that. Maybe some leeks. There is gravy available. I don't typically have it though because uh, I, I just like meat as, as is. If it's lamb, I'll have mint jelly with okay. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like not cranberry sauce, but do get a little bit of the old mint jelly there. I'm not a big fan of mint and lamb, but that's just a personal thing. But It's uh, only for me with roast, weirdly. Fair enough. It's very bizarre. But yeah, so that's sort of the typical roast. Like, I, I would personally probably also throw some sweet potato in there, potentially. Nice, that's a good uh, But it's not something we typically do. And sometimes, because I'm weird with potatoes. I love roast potatoes, right? But I sometimes go off potatoes for whatever reason. So if that's if I'm going through one of those, I'll have rice instead of potatoes, which I know is a bit odd with a roast, but it does work. Fair enough. I can imagine, yeah, I can imagine it working. So that's typically what we'll have, but sometimes it'll also be a beef wellington. That is an amazing shout. Yeah. Do you know what? I couldn't think of a uh, a better alternative Christmas dinner than a beef wellington. Yeah, and I'm talking like, you know, lovely bit of like... Sort Prime of beef. Medium rare, but more on the side of rare beef, because yeah, both both my mum and I love, love our beef rare. And then you've got, you know, the mushroom sort of almost stuffing, but it's kind of like a paste that goes on the outside <sighs> to, to bind to the paste. I, I, I can't remember what it's called it. either. Uh, but you can have like a bacon and, and mushroom, one of those. 
or just the mushroom one. I think we used parma ham or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that works too, yeah. yeah. And then just, and, and I love pastry. So yeah, beef wellington, if you're not having the roast, is a fine alternative. And again, that would be with rice and all the veg that I mentioned earlier. Specifically rice for this one, because I wouldn't necessarily, I don't particularly like potatoes with pastry. Oh man, that is a fantastic alternative yeah. for a Christmas dinner. I would be absolutely stoked if that came out. I can't lie. And you have all of that with, with maybe a nice a nice wine or some champagne or something. Good times. Okay, James. Uh, I think that's probably enough talking about food. I'm absolutely oh, please, starving. Please, yeah. Right I've eaten loads today, you. but I don't really want a beef wellington. <laughs> that's kind of all I can think about, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> Let's move on to our third and final question for the Christmas special. What is your favourite Christmas movie, James? Do you have any favourite Christmas movies? I know this, again, might be a bit of a, a null point for you. It sounds like you don't hold altogether many Christmas traditions at all, but uh, <laughs> you're going to go ahead and surprise me now and tell me that you listen to the Queen's speech religiously or or used to listen well, yeah, to the Queen's speech. Are you a uh, call the midwife kind of guy? <laughs> no, but funnily enough, uh, if we're talking about traditional sort of TV program type fare, uh, I do watch a lot of detective shows over Christmas, oh, weirdly. Okay. So Name things some, like... Things like Vera, Trouble in Paradise, and uh, what's the, the, the? I think I feel like there's another one that I'm forgetting. Jonathan Creek. Yeah. Okay. So you know, yeah, it's yeah. just just like really chill, like fun stuff. But specifically Christmas movies. This isn't really a Christmas movie, but it's a movie that I like to watch around Christmas time. Uh, Kung Fu Panda. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. That's a bit of a surprise one. Uh, I think last time on the pod you mentioned that you're not really much of a movie guy and you haven't seen uh, altogether too many movies. So... Well, it's not so much I haven't seen loads of movies, it's just that if you think of a lot of classic films that most people will have say you have to see this film, I haven't seen most of them. Like, I haven't seen Scarface, I haven't seen The Godfather, I haven't seen Reservoir Dogs, I haven't seen, like, f***ing Avatar, I haven't, you know, there's loads of but stuff. you have you seen the absolute classic Kung Fu Panda. I have seen Kung Fu, and Kung Fu Panda too. Oh, right, okay. Uh, what's your opinions? How did the uh, the quality dip between the first and second movie? I like both they can, They're good, yeah? <laughs> I, I like them, but I mean, basically anything with Jack Black in, I'm probably going gonna like so right okay <laughs> it's a good start i am the dragon warrior and i'm a sucker for that shit. like kung fu sort of style combat stuff love it animals love them what and why you do you sort of associate this movie with christmas uh, i think because there's just there have just been a couple of christmases where it happens to be on the bbc you're not wrong it does seem to be something that the bbc yeah. just sticks on every year i mean without fail it's gonna be on at some point during the christmas break yeah, so that's probably just where it comes from. It's just that I remember one, in one of those things I was talking about earlier where like I used to go to family friends for Christmas. It was on one of those times, I'm pretty sure. And then it's been on a couple of times more recent years too. So it's just one of those things. And if it's not Kung Fu Panda 1, it's uh, Kung Fu Panda 2. And I think there might <laughs> even be a third one. But yeah, Kung Fu Panda, mate. Really <laughs> random, I know. So yeah, man, that, that's that's really my Christmas movie tradition. If you like, how about you? Have you got any Christmas faves that you like to put on? Well, um, it sounds like, much like you, I actually tend to more go for TV series and things like that over Christmas. I tend to go through and watch the Christmas specials of various TV shows yeah. that I really like. So uh, I go back and watch any of the Christmas Always Sunny in Philadelphia episodes. Nice. Uh, the American Office Christmas episodes. The Parks and Recs 
Christmas episodes, yeah, nice. Simpsons episodes, and, and just Gavin and Stacey as well for me. Oh yeah, always yeah. gotta watch the Gavin and Stacey Christmas yeah. special as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it, it's that tends to be more my kind of flow, and I just kind of go through various episodes throughout the day. But if there is one movie that I'm gonna force everyone to sit down and watch, it's gotta be the classic Die Hard. Oh, there it is. Many people wonder, is it a Christmas film? It's, uh, I think that it's just an absolute Christmas classic. It's about a man that works a hard job and he's fighting to get home for his family for Christmas. Yeah, and a bunch, of, a bunch of other shit happens. And it's and then a Christmas bunch of time. bad is get in the way. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, that damn Alan Rickman. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Or um, Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got the uh, the Die Hard Christmas jumper locked and loaded, my friend. Oh, nice, nice man. Well, strong shout, Die Hard. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just the first one, I assume. You're not, you're not like me, and you sometimes trickle into two, three, four, five, however many the f- there are. Well, to be honest with you, once I've started, I do actually tend to sort of follow the series through. Uh, oh, really? Tends to be up in all the way up until 4.0. I think there might even be a Die Hard movie after that, I think but I think is, I, yeah. I, I stopped after 4.0 so uh yeah no that's it's a series that i like watching just kind of for silly action nostalgia reasons and uh just have a blast watching the movies i will at this point shout out my good friends nat and si because they have a great tradition for movies which is they watch the lord of the rings trilogy over christmas so that's a great one yeah. my sister shout outs to kate as well does the same yeah. thing she always around this time of the year and i think that's another one a lot of people associate that because the beeb always chucks on lord of the rings at a certain point yeah but uh i mean i assume nat and si like myself and Kate, we all have the extended uh, yeah, director's editions. Yeah, you got to watch yeah, the director's yeah. extended edition. Need those extra four minutes? Oh, oh no, man! It's not. Or is it it's more? Like Forty-five I minutes odd or something like that. Oh, really? Movies. Damn. Okay, fair. Yeah, God, they uh, they really chuck in a load of extra scenes and things. But no, you need the whole thing. I agree. Nice little Lord of the Rings session. I like that. Well, yeah, shout out to that. That's an honourable mention yeah. there. The Lord of the Rings series throughout the Christmas season. Do yourself a favour if you haven't seen them. Well, James, that brings us to the end of our Christmas Q&A. It's been a blast hearing a little bit about some of your Christmas traditions. You're yeah. right, it was really interesting finding out. It's not really something we've ever really talked about before, so no, interesting so. to learn what you get up to. Yeah. Beef Wellington, man, that is a strong Christmas dinner. Oh, man, I'm still thinking about it, honestly. <laughs> so, James, with that, that is the end of our Christmas Q&A, and we're coming towards the end of the show. I know you're not really feeling the Christmas spirit just yet, but I hope Santa's brought me some good sh- this year at least come on man you can't lie to the people like that and say santa's real and you can't keep on saying santa's not real where's your proof he doesn't exist i reckon the only reason he doesn't come visit you is because you're not a believer what's that noise i don't know man it sounds like it's coming from outside probably just some cats fighting or some i don't know man Sounds like it's coming from the wall. Uh, in which case, it's probably just some bird or something falling down the old chimney. Yeah, but the chimney is blocked up too. There's no way it's a bird. See? I wonder if it's Shaman Bro with some gifts for us. Oh god, I'd rather it was a cat. Um, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, it is a little creepy. I'm gonna turn off the lights. Yeah. I'll go grab the gun as well, just in case. Find somewhere to hide, man. The gun? What do you mean, the gun? We have a gun? Well, yeah, you know, for podcasts and other non-specific emergencies. I got it from Shaman Bro for my birthday. Man! 
I want a gun. Well, maybe you should have been a better friend to Shaman Bro then. Well, you didn't like frictional characters. What the, the, the f*** are you on about? Well, anyway, give me the gun. I want to go check it out. No way, man. There's no way I'd trust you with this thing. What's that? Oh, sh What? I don't see anything. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what the f***, man? Did you just kill Santa? Oh my god, for the last time, man, Santa du- Well, I'll be. Look, he's got the sack and everything! I can't believe it. Uh, you better believe it, you just killed Santa, man. You've definitely made it onto the naughty list. Oh, seriously, man? Come on, it was an accident. I mean, I'm not going on the naughty oh. list, right, Santa? What are you talking about? I'm probably dying here. Pass me that brandy. I don't even like brandy. Sure thing, Santa. You really messed up, man. I can't believe you <coughs> shot Santa. Hey, hey, man. Like I said, it was a mistake, okay? I thought he was an intruder. And if you think about it, Kind of was. He's Santa, man. <coughs> He's no intruder here. He's an honored guest. Oh. oh. What's up, Sam, man? I'm really not feeling too well. Oh, man, he doesn't <coughs> look too good. Ah. This is a real mess you've created. It's getting rather dark. Oh, sh no! <coughs> Go towards the light, Santa. Head towards the light. What? No! Go away from the light, Santa. Away from the light. It's so cold. Oh, we're losing him. Goodbye. <coughs> Santa? Santa, no! Yep, he's dead. Oh, man, this is bad. We've ruined next year's Christmas already? Hey, man, it's not all about the gifts, you know. Don't tell me how to celebrate Christmas. You killed Santa. Well, anyway, are we going to wrap this up? I'm going to go get more drunk and watch some sh TV. Well, I won't tell you how to celebrate Christmas, but thanks everyone for listening. Sorry about the whole Santa thing. We'll work something out in time for next year. Probably. Thanks again, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, people. It's not Jack Frost nipping at your nose So I'm